This is Derek Moyer, and welcome to the Freedom Fighter Podcast. So welcome friends to this week's Freedom Fighter Podcast. Uh, we continue the series on how to know lose heart in a COVID world. And this week we are looking at what what can we do and what have we been doing uh, to keep ourselves well. So we have a discussion today with myself, um, some friends of mine, uh, my wife contributing to, to, you know, how you've been keeping yourself well. And uh, so really, really, really quite encouraged myself. And one thing that came out of it was we rise by helping others. You know, and really what we're trying to do here is have a conversation. And through that conversation, we can help you, you know, for, for those who are feeling the, the, the you know, the, the pain and the, 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 the difficulty of, you know, all the mental health aspects of the, the COVID. How do, we, how do we deal with that? How do we, um, you know, rise above the things? So I pray you really find comfort, help, guidance to the revelation, uh, insight and in how to deal with these things. Yeah, so the question is, uh, what, have we, what have we been doing in this crazy COVID world, a lockdown and restrictions, to keep ourselves well? And uh, Donna Marie, you had some stuff you wanted to say about that. I just think it's all about choices. Like, if you can either get fitter or you can get fatter. Yeah. Um, but I don't even know. I've seen something this morning. I don't know if it's... It's easier to wake up early and work out than it is to look in the mirror each day and not like what you see. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Whereas, like, I think we can, we're always going to have something in my life, some trial, tribulation. Do you know what I mean? There's always got to be something there that can prevent you. Mm-hmm. Like, you're, oh, I don't mind exercise, I don't mind eat healthier. Mm-hmm. You comfort me. Mm-hmm. So, you've got to kind of make the choices that's right for you. Mm-hmm. And it even goes for like diets, too. Like, people say, oh, you need to eat low fat. Well, I eat full fat sausages. Mm-hmm. It's a bodybuilding diet I mm-hmm. do. It mm-hmm. works for me. Yeah. So just because somebody, like, and then I don't take any carbs, but people do Slimming World, they lose weight on that, they eat loads of carbs. Mm-hmm. Just because something works for one person doesn't mean it'll work for you. Mm-hmm. So you've got to find what's right for you as an individual mm-hmm. and go with that. Mm-hmm. And like, I think you get a lot of people that, oh, I'm going to do that, I'm going to do this. But you need to find your own diet. That's what I want to do. I've tried Slimming World, I've tried Weight Watchers. I've tried low calorie, I've tried the Cambridge diet, slim fast, you name it, I've tried it. Do you know what I mean? But it's only, for me, it's only hard night that works for me. Mm-hmm. But other folk have been successful in these other diets. Mm-hmm. But again, it's all down to choices. Mm-hmm. It's the same the folks stop smoking, they say, oh, if I stop smoking, I put on like, so many stone. Mm-hmm. No, it's no, because you've stopped smoking, it's probably bigger you're putting in your mouth. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. sad it's making Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> the choices, the choices, the choices. Yeah, yeah, and so, I used to be a comfort eater. Do you know yeah. what I mean? I was. Yeah. Then you're just. Oh, oh my gosh, it's stopping. I'm comfort eater. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you try to say you need to put some weight on, darling. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> Aye, so. Seen his belly. <laughs> uh, so we we have you know that that kind of thanks for that, me because you know look. It's a diverse variety of different opinions, different views. That's what helps us encourage us so we can identify and motivate us. Maybe find some, you know, um, you know, like I can identify with, you know, what you said there. Other people hearing that would think, 
you know, I, that's me. I, I, things, some things, they don't fit for me, but, you know, it's, it's important we do try and find the, the, the rhythm, the balance, the things that do work for ourselves. Because, you know, my, the, as, I, as I've been saying, this, this the inspiration to do this series came after I was exposed as losing heart. Now, would I have lost heart without being in the restrictions because it was getting tighter and tighter and, you know, the relational problems I was talking about come up? And I was, that identified, that exposed me because I was able to identify I've, I was losing heart because of this. But mm. other people I've been speaking to and we've been doing a bit of investigating about, they've been losing heart because they're not able to get out and do what they used to do. They're not able to connect with people. They, they miss, the, the, they miss, you know, the... the, the you know the physical contact and and all these things that have then it's brought up in them. So when I went to do the four days teaching on this up at Port Ban, the final day, right? And as I said last week, the you know I, I wasn't I wasn't ministered in a sense. I was being I was but I was being ministered to because I wasn't I wasn't coming from a place of. By the way, I've got all this together. And I've, I've, I'm telling you, here's what I've done. It was like this was happening to me while I was there. And I was journaling every day, journaling what was happening in me, journaling what was going on with the, you know, noticing what was happening through the interactions I had. Well, the final day, it, it was like, I, I wasn't disappointed one day. I was, God never failed to reveal something to me. I saw things every day. We got to the last day and we went out kayaking. So, usually um, up there on the Atlantic, you're right in the Atlantic Ocean, looking over to the Paps of Jura, the rule of thumb is you don't go kayaking in the sea when you can see white on top of the waves because it's generally too, there's too much of a wind which is then a bit dangerous. But there was quite a bit of wind this day. But there was like one, two, three, four, five years um, and they were all pretty experienced guys with all their own kayaks. And uh, so, while we, when we get down to the the the, the Atlantic uh, Ocean, the side of the, the side of, you're just on the beaches, we're ready to go to the kayaks. A guy in a caravan who we didn't, I didn't know, I hadn't met before. He goes, "Can I join you?" And this guy's a head teacher in Glasgow. He comes on with his big massive kayak. And uh, we are basically going against the tide. There was massive swell coming into the boat. It was like up and down like this, and the wind was coming at you. It was like a, you know, quite quite a quite a bit of resistance. And uh, we uh, paddled down to a place called Campbell's Tomb. And usually, if this if this guy this head teacher wasn't there, that's where it had ended. The guys who I was with. They've only went as far as that in that kind of weather. But this guy I heard was, well, why don't we go down to this place called uh, aye, Miller's Bay? That's what it was. And this is a beautiful wee idyllic kind of bit of shore uh, beyond all these caves and all this. But it was another just it was not another 30 minutes of paddling. And the wind was coming at us and it was like, what? But, you know, just he'd done and we kept going. The guys who I was with, they barely made it. 
you know, it was like the guys were done in because they hadn't went that far uh, in that kind of weather before. So none of us had. Um, so when I get back to the the, ca- the the cabin that night, I'm journaling this, and I'm going, what, what, what was the message here? This guy just appears. And then he makes the suggestions. I would never have went that far under those circumstances. None of the guys were, would have. None of the guys would have pushed through that inconvenient put wind and force and water coming in the boat. But this guy, he said, why do we not go there? So, my, and, and my journaling about it, it was like, this this was another lesson that we, we had to push through. We had to go farther than we've ever been before. You know, we, we are in our own estimation, in our own vision even. Uh, we stay within the boat and the limits of our own assumptions about what's possible and what's not possible. But see what I feel in lockdown has been, this is uncomfortable. This is stretching you, sorry, it's it's narrowing things in your life. So you've got no choice but to push through. You've got no choice but to sink or swim in a sense, get fitter or get fatter, as you said, Don Marie, it's a great, great point, because the bottom line is, I, I can just say, oh, I'm, 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 I can't deal with this, so I just gee up, and I don't, I don't then say this, somebody at the side of me going, what about just going, if we've came this far, what about going there? Any one of the guys I was with it, it, w- would never have went there. Uh, you know, if it wasn't for him, uh, we, we, wouldn't have been, we wouldn't have been inspired or challenged or pushed to go there. Remember that year that video on um, the group chat, and it was like the girl driving through the storm. Right. And she looked back, and the other cars have stopped. Mm-hmm. You've always been a bad sense. You've always got to keep pushing through the storm. Mm-hmm. You yep. get the cabin. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And and I think that that's why we need to talk about this because the bottom line is how many people just know when you think of the suicide rate went up a hundred percent. You know, with all the different mental health aspects of this pandemic it's like we're having to encourage each other look this is tough it's tough when all your crutches and all the things you're usually doing and all the, the all the things you expect for others aren't there but, but then you're going well what how, how much are you taking responsibility for your own cultivation of your own heart your own mind and um, to me it's like I, vince never knew at the beginning of this year when we received the word about cultivation, preparing ourselves to arise and shine, we never thought that we'd get f- we'd get pushed into this situation where you've got you you have got. I mean, to me, it's su- such a prophetic, descriptive, uh, directive thing. Sorry, uh, uh, you know, of this for the situation because you you know we've got no other option but to cultivate ourselves in this. Me- meaning, I have to keep myself well. I have to take decisions that I, if I just, wait to hear this one, I, I remember I got a, a book at the beginning of my, this uh, spiritual uh, journey uh, where, you know, it was a, a Christian fellow for Germany and he quoted this, he says, he who swims against the, st- the stream comes to the source and that one we quote just, uh, uh, always spoke to me that if I just go with the world, the world are just going downstream, anything goes do whatever you want. Who cares? There's no consequences to nothing. I'll live any way I feel like. And it was like, no, I have to swim against the stream to come to the, the, the source. 
my wee devotional God calling, it said this uh, in, in a very deeper way, and it talked about against the tide. It talked mm. about, you know, and I think about this against, it's against, it's in opposition to, it's, it's in resistance to, it's you're at odds with. And he's saying, I have to be in resistance and at odds with certain things. He says in the, the devotional, the oarsman, so just like us, we're sitting with our oars. He says, trusting in me, doesn't he just lean on his oars and drift with the tide, trusting to the current? No. Uh, more often, once I have shown you the way, it's against the tide that you must direct your efforts. And even when difficulties come, it is by your effort that they will be surmounted and overcame. Yeah. But always remember, the strength and the joy in the doing you can have through me. You know, so to me, it's like I, I've had people who are my Christian, because I'm a pragmatic doer. I want to see, how do you do things? How do I do this to make, you know, to, what do I have to do? And I always used to get this sense, you can't do it, son. And It's like contrary to this. No, I, I know I can't yeah. do it in my own strength. You have to wait to be empowered and filled with God's Spirit, the, the resurrection power of Christ that helps you do these things. But he goes, once I have shown you the way, it's against the tide, the, the, yeah. the, the depression, the, 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 the discouragement, the defeat, the loss of heart, the loss of, the loss of confidence, the loss of hope. It's against that that you've got to direct all your effort. You know, I was saying to Dan last night, you know, if, if, if we're getting tempted with things, and then I, 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 I see the subtle decline of my strength because I yield one inch, another inch, another inch. And then the next minute I'm going, why am I allowing myself to go to something? Well, it, it's like, if I don't notice that quickly and actually go against it and yeah. you know use the tools that we've got at our disposal, <clears throat> the next minute you'll know. I, I remember a quote I went to, Alec Muir took me to a, a meeting years ago in uh, Troon, it was a, a men's uh, breakfast, and this South African, I'm sure it was a South African guy, talked about you know men, the men's ministry I had, and he, he said this quote, he says, uh, it came from some general in the, the American army, said it in the Vietnam War, he said, some men die by shrapnel, some men die by flames, but most men and women die inch by inch, by playing silly games. No. And and I heard that I thought you know, the the you know, we, we, we give we give an inch. We give the enemy your souls and I'm I'd shout this for the rooftops we well, I know the subtle subtle you know operation of an enemy who tries to shame you into <laughs> thinking that he doesn't exist. No uh, you know, and and, and the and, and the bottom line is there's forces of evil days surround the city of your soul and they are watching and waiting for a, a weak spot, an opening that they can then uh, penetrate with, a, with, a, with, a, with the thoughts, with the distaught, with the fears, with the anxiety, discouragement and get into us and take, uh, cause all sorts of havoc. I believe that with all my heart and I live, live by it. Uh, and, uh, you know, it's important to recognise that that's the reality we're living in and I need to live as if it's true. Because the mere I give in to these things, and the mere I don't, uh, the mere I don't go against the tide, the more, the more, you know, that becomes true that most men and women die inch by inch, 
we die, we lose our hearts, we lose our passion, we lose our mission, we lose our vision, we lose our confidence, we lose hope. Because I give in inch by inch to things. So, mm. how do we know give in? And uh, what I got when I was up, I got a wee, a wee kind of tract that was uh, up, up in Port Ban. Hope beyond COVID. And one wee paragraph talked about, one farmer replied to this question. What do you do when there's a storm? Saying, he said this, I go inside and I sharpen my tools. Once in a while, it's a good thing to do. You know, <laughs> I remember when I was doing a course at college, this fella was a right, right kind of reflective guy. You know, he could see, he really pondered a lot. He was an engineering kind of background. And he told me, somebody said to Abraham Lincoln, he goes, you know, uh, about, you know, if I, if I was given six hours to cut down a tree, he said I'd spend the first four sharpening my, my, my axe, sharpening my tools. And it was he was speaking about the need to prepare yourself. The need to make sure you're sharp so that you'll be able to, to, to do the task before you in an efficient way. And to me, talking about that in our, you know, the context of what we're talking about is what do I do to keep my spiritual and mental health sharp and uh, and uh, you know and prepared to face whatever storm I'm going to come up against through this. Because we're not out yet. The reality is we can be talking as if, oh, I've done this. No, we're doing this. We're continuing to encourage each other to sustain this. And uh, so, you know, my, my, uh, one of the, the most, uh, you know, uh, helpful things I've discovered the last years came through John Eldridge. He, he basically got it in the, the through Ed Murphy who wrote this spiritual the spiritual warfare handbook and uh, it's about entering into the full work of Christ on a daily basis you know like what we're doing the day in Remembering Sunday we're able to remember what he's done for us and then enter into it claim and appropriate for ourselves what this means for us and uh, it makes such sense. I kind of believe for years I, di- I didn't I didn't have these tools at my disposal. But to pray that every day my responsibility is how's my heart? What is coming up that needs to be nailed on the cross today? Fear, despondency, resentment, sense of failure, disappointment in myself, disappointment in others, impurity, uncleanness, dishonesty, fear. Naming the things and saying, Jesus, I'm entering into the work of your crucifixion. I bring the cross of Christ in between me and all of these things that are bringing me, that are coming up in me and actually condemning me or bringing me down, making me lose heart. After we work, we move into that, move from there, we move into the work of his resurrection. We're asking for his resurrection power, the same power that raised Christ out of the grave to bring us out of the things that we're feeling we're sinking in, that we're inch, inch by inch getting getting taken out by. And, you know, by his resurrection, Paul, we're rising to joy, to healing, to confidence, to hope, to faith, you know, and praying the things persistently, hitting the things. And, uh, and, then, and then the work is his ascension. Remember Jesus, when he was sent, he says, all, all authority has been given to me in heaven and earth, and I'm giving it to you. 
So you have to exercise that authority and not just speak about your problems, but speak to them and take authority over them. Take authority over the fear, the depression, the thoughts of suicide, the thoughts of anxiety and, uh, and strife and condemnation and shame that would try and take us out. We've got to speak to the hands and forbid them. Uh, you know, get out of my hood, my head, get out of my house, get out of my marriage, get out of my family, get out of my life. We've got to uh, put the fit down with that. And that's daily. Not just, oh, you know, I, I, I kind of know about this stuff, but I don't actually apply it. It's so important that, that I'm naming the things and then attacking them. So that is a big part of how do I stay well and how do I look after myself and my heart <coughs> and my spiritual and mental health in a COVID world? And the what is she in about that? I think that it's like see everybody, like every individual person's like experiencing it different. Yeah. And just because somebody's experienced it one way and somebody's experienced it another way, just to make it real right and near wrong. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, I think you need to be kind of sensitive mm-hmm. to every person. Yeah. So I just because like we had um, like Shania when she was having a hot tub party yesterday. One of the mums was that anxious about phoning me to say she didn't want her coming up and she's going, it's no reflection of you. And I says, listen, I says, just because I do something one way doesn't mean I'm right, doesn't mean I'm wrong. I says, the way it is now, you've got to do what keeps your family safe, what you think's right, I says, and you don't bother about, I says, I appreciate you phoning and her being concerned about my feelings, I says, but honestly, I said, I totally get where you're coming from. I said, she's like, oh, don't worry, I've been so worried about phoning you. But I think like everybody does is coping different. And like for me to cope in the beginning, I had it, the schools are going back after Easter. Now we're like in November, the schools have went back in August. But I had it like they've gone back after Easter. That's the only way I could have coped at that time. Mm-hmm. Now like, I'm stronger now, do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But at that time I was like I had to kind of cut it down. And for me I just keep thinking it's a season. Mm-hmm. And there's no, like, we, have, we sometimes know like, like, oh, it's going to be spring, summer, autumn, winter. And it's not that at all, do you know what I mean? We're just putting it into the kind of categories. Mm-hmm. But it's, it's a season, it's for however long it takes. Mm-hmm. And it's for each individual person's journey. Mm-hmm. So it is. Yeah, thanks, Dormini. I was um, on Facebook during the week. It was a secular group of women that were encouraging others. And... The slogan on their t-shirt says, we rise by lifting others. And I, I found that quite encouraging and kind of thinking, this is what we're doing now. You know, it, it is encouraging others and uh, lifting others that gets us through. So, you know, what someone says to me lifts me um, and helps me. And if passing that on helps someone else, mm-hmm. um, yeah. We're, we're on the right track. Um, I think for uh, the COVID lockdown season that we've had, it was very different for me because I, I continued to work. My routine mostly stayed the same, occasionally working from home. Um, and actually, I found it more frustrating that people were furloughed at home, almost in a, well, even uh, some people on a full wage. Yeah. You know, you know, partying, they're, they're, you know, yeah. partying during the lockdown. And I'm like, 
I'm working my butt off here, <laughs> you know. <laughs> Gonna give me a break. Mm. Yeah. Um, but uh, during my drive to work, um, I would listen to praise work music on the way to work. Um, it tends to be my go-to. Um, and I just want to share the words of this song with you. Um, and it it kind of describes lockdown. Um, the, the song's entitled Joy's Not Cancelled. Um, but here we go. When life is put on hold, our plans are cancelled. Things have changed. Nothing feels the same. Disappointments, fears and doubts go hand in hand. And waves of worry threaten me. Everywhere's got uncertainty. In the midst of chaos, in the midst of fear, there is something to remember and something we all need to hear. Joy is not cancelled. Peace yeah. still remains. God's goodness, kindness, his grace isn't running low. He has not changed. His power is still abundant. His mercies are still new. God's plan has not been cancelled. He's still in control. And everything that matters still remains. Amen. So when tests and trials come, darkness only hides the sun. You can't seem to find your way. No light today. There are some things we know for sure. They will never change. They will endure. No matter what things look like all around us. So in the midst of chaos, in the midst of all the fear, there's something we should remember. There's something we all need to hear. Joy's not cancelled. He still remains. God's goodness and kindness, his grace isn't running low. He has not changed. His power is still abundant. His promises are still true. God's plans have not been cancelled. He's fully in control. And everything that matters still remains. Thanks, Linda. Yep, great. So, Father, we just close in prayer, Lord. We thank you for the words, Lord. No, we arise by helping others, God, and that's what we're doing, God. We are talking about these things. And, God, if we help one or two people, God, it's enough. But, God, we pray, God, that for the end of who's listened to this, Lord, your joy hasn't been cancelled. Your promises still remain. Your life, your power, God. And we just bring everything that's been said today. God, we, we celebrate, God, as we remember God, uh, you know, the people who have given their lives for the, for the country. But we remember Christ today, who's given his life for, for us, that we would, would have abundant life. We'd have life in all its fullness. We'd be able to win in life, be able to overcome these difficulties, go through life uh, with, with a guide, with that, the one who've, who's overcame. So we just bless you for that today. I pray for anybody who's listening, who's not received you, who's crying out for hope, who's crying out for what we're talking about. I pray that they would know these things, that anyone who calls upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. I pray that they would give them the courage to call upon your name, to say, Jesus, I'm asking you into my life. I believe uh, that you've you've uh, died for me and you've rose again and I can receive your life by the power of your Holy Spirit today into my life to change me, to lift me up and give me hope and take me out of these, uh, any depression or suicidal thoughts or any of the things that may have making me hopeless today. We just speak life into each heart that hears us and hope 
and faith and love in Jesus' mighty name. This has been the Freedom Fighter Podcast. Thanks for listening, everybody. If you want to connect with our services or you want more info or details about upcoming events, connect with us online at www.freedomfighter.life or drop us an email at info at freedomfighters.life. Until next time, God bless you.